0: All right, so we are going to be welcoming into the hot seat our next guests, which are Deacon Joe and his wife Donna. And so uh, give us a call right now, though, while we're having the change of the guards. Go ahead and get on the phone, 678-688-4549-678, 688-688 four five four nine wow this is really fun we get to have lots of of great guests during this four o'clock hour and we are grateful and so Deacon Deacon Joe's here I don't see Donna she must be on the phone she's on the phone, she's on the phone. that's awesome that's what we want is is for her to, to be taking those pledges and so she'll be in here in a minute and uh, you've been listening, but we'll still start with prayer. We know that all good things begin with prayer. So, so can we pray for the time that you're here on the radio?
1: Sure. In the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, you are the source of all blessings in our lives. and We give thanks for those blessings. We give thanks for this radio station and those who volunteer to run it. We give thanks for those who listen. We give thanks for those who make pledges to make sure this radio station The quest stays on the air, and we give thanks for those prayers and intentions that we will be receiving as gifts, and we make this prayer. Through your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. All right, so you guys know the routine, but we'll go through it anyway in case there's somebody still just tuning in. We are trying to raise money. We're in day three of our pledge drive. You are welcome to beg with me at any moment. The number (laughs) is right there. So please just join in. We ring the bell. Annie's going to tell me when to ring the bell because I am kind of kind of uh, lost at this point. I do know for sure that we ring the bell if we get another $1,154 because that means that we have met all the goals and we have taken all of the matching pledge. So then we're just building up more and more for for the quest in Atlanta, but it will mean that that Joe and Barbara and Mary and Kelly, who gave us that $35,000 to start the week, that we have taken all of that matching pledge. And we've actually raised more money than that Um, and then the match is added to it.
1: Okay, let me just ask all of you out there that know me, get on the phone, (laughs) 678-688-4549, and make a pledge.
0: I love it. I love it. So what parish are you from?
1: St. Peter Chanel.
0: St. Peter's. As well. I've asked you that about half, three or four times today, I think. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I can't. It's been a
1: long three days.
0: <laughs> but it's been a wonderful three days. And, and what a blessing it is to have so many people respond, especially since the radio station has only been around for about six months. You know, it really is is very rewarding to have so many people calling in. Um, so we would love it if you would be the next one. We are now in the four o'clock hour And I'm trying to figure out what you're doing there. But uh, I know that Laura has called in with a one-time pledge. She's from saint thomas the apostle and she's asking for prayers for her family we're on a google doc and the problem with google doc is that if somebody types in and erases something it's gone you can't go back and get it it's just gone gone and so they erased all of our stuff just now so annie's having a heart attack (laughs) so it's okay it's all good because we have it all out there in the computers you guys were answering phones putting it in you know it's all there we're just trying to To keep track so that we can announce it on the air that's really the challenge and since it is the first time pledge drive we're working out some of the kinks and it's a wonderful wonderful thing to have is to to really figure out how to make it work at this particular um radio station so so we are we are grateful and we know for sure that we need at least thousand one hundred and fifty four dollars uh in order to take the matching pledges of thirty five thousand dollars $1,154 1154 is all we have left in that matching pledge, and that's really awesome. What we've been doing since 11 o'clock today is a dollar-for-dollar dollar match. So every dollar that's called in, we match it automatically. So we have $1,154 left of that. All right, so the number to call, again, 678-688-4549. We are talking with Deacon Joe and his wife Donna. They're from St. Peter Chanel here uh, in Georgia, and... We are grateful that they're on. We're grateful that they're here volunteering. So so why would you take your time? I know you're busy. I mean, I don't know. Donna,
2: what do you do? Um, I'm an insurance underwriter. Okay. The company I work for, uh, the majority of our business, 60% of our business is for nonprofits. Okay. The company is very big with us volunteering our time in that we also get one day a year where we take volunteer time during the day nice. where we're paid nice. to actually volunteer. So. Actually, I'm not as much a volunteer because I'm using my volunteer time and I'm getting paid this afternoon That's awesome. to do this. That's yes. awesome,
0: that really is. That's a pretty cool thing for your company to, to really put an emphasis on being able to serve others and, and make that part of it. So yeah, that's really good. And I know you're a deacon. Yes, yeah, And fun. Anything else? I mean, many deacons have another full-time uh, job. Yeah, I
1: actually have a, a day job where I'm a software engineer. Okay. Um, I work on income tax preparation software, so not, Something very exciting, but yeah. like
0: it, TurboTax or uh, something more else. More
1: for um, agencies rather than consumers. Okay, um, but we process you know thirty um, percent of all tax returns that are e-filed, so fifty wow. million tax returns. Very high volume. So wow, but wow. it's exciting. We're getting ready for the next next tax season, and there's a yeah. lot New of changes. Tax we have to get yeah, yeah, yeah a lot exactly. of changes.
0: Yeah. So, so what's your opinion on tax codes? You think uh, or tax uh, the new the new way they're doing it is it good or bad?
1: Uh, that has yet to be determined. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll find uh, out.
0: But you, know, you know, it doesn't have anything to do with Catholic Radio. But just a question yeah. there. Okay. So six six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine. And so why you know you both have full time jobs. You both have a lot going on. You know, Deacon has an extra job besides his full time job very busy couple here, yet you here you are at Catholic Radio. Donna, not so much of a sacrifice because she'd rather be here than working at a real job. But but nonetheless, you've taken time to be here today, and you could have chosen any, any other organization to go and volunteer for, and you chose Catholic Radio. And so we're grateful for that, but why? Tell us why.
2: I think with the evangel- evangelization, it's so important these days, and um, it's amazing how many people just come back to the faith just because they've turned on the radio and found Catholic radio and listen to it and hear the stories and it touches their hearts. So you're right. I could have, I, in the past, I've um, volunteered for the Maine society and other charities and things, but this one seemed very important. It's new. They need help. um, Especially with, with needing volunteers. So this is where I wanted to spend my time.
0: Excellent. And you still had your day at the end of the year, too. So that's pretty awesome, too. So you saved it. You saved it for (laughs) Catholic Radio. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. Okay. And deacon?
1: Well, it's just part of what a deacon does. Evangelization involves proclaiming the word. And Mm -hmm. what bigger um, avenue do you have than radio to be able to do that? Right. Uh, I think it's important that Atlanta should have a Catholic radio station. And we're excited that the quest is here.
0: Yeah, I had one person earlier today that said he'd been waiting for Catholic Radio to come to Atlanta for 20 years. Mm. Been waiting Mm. that long, and here Carol brings it in, and all of a sudden, like, I think the decision was made you know, in, in January, and in April, they're buying it, or April, it's going on the air. Maybe it was bought in January. Carol will give the story here pretty soon, but, but it was all very quick. It was just extremely quick. I had actually met her when she came to see the radio station in Kansas City, and so she was exploring at that point, and here we are less than a year later, and, you know, we're on the air, and, and uh, yeah, it's it and it's great, because you have a 50,000-watt station which is the biggest station possible for AM Mm -hmm. station. So it's really awesome. Okay, so wow, this is pretty cool here because I've been asking off and on for three days for a business to call in and uh, become a member. So we need to get the name of the business that that has done that. But they called in and they said they would give $100 a month for 12 months. And what they get for that is that they get 115 seconds Segments, fifteen-second wow. segments, a hundred of them throughout the year for a hundred dollars a month.
1: That, that's incredible for. I really for a do. That's a I, good I think
0: it. I think it's a great investment. I'm surprised we haven't had more people call and do that. Plus, I will announce the name of the business from now until we go back to regular programming. At this point, that's only two and a half hours away. But but uh, nonetheless, they're going to get the plug because if they are supporting Catholic Radio, we want to support them. And I'm telling you what, Catholic Radio listeners are loyal. I'm telling you what, if they hear the name of a business and they need that service, that's, I tell you that's who they're calling because they, they want to support the people that support Catholic Radio. So if you are a business, give us a call at 678-688-4549 and we will, we will help you with that. Does this, uh, does this reflect that or no? These two, yep. Okay, so I, we still need past that. We need $700 more. To ring the bell. Okay, so $700 more is all we need, and we get to ring the bell again. And uh, that will also get us really close to getting the matching pledge. Those aren't taken off the match, right? So we're past the match. So we get to ring the bell for that. So pick up the bell. Let's ring it. Woo!
2: Oh, is this? Yeah. yeah. Yep.
0: <laughs> Woo! <laughs> all right. So we get to ring it because... We had Robert who called in with $100. I had that subtracted. That got us down to just $1,150 left in the match. And the business that called in, $100 times 12, 12 months, gives us $1,200. So $1,154 of that was matched as well. So we are out of matches, but keep the calls coming. This is awesome. So now we need to figure out what our total is for the day, and what we had yesterday and the day before. I'm giving Annie all these jobs, so we need to make sure that we do better today than we did yesterday. Yes, that in that spiritual life, right, yes, Deacon? We absolutely. always want to do better yes. today than yesterday. Okay, so you talked about why you wanted to be here. You talked about why you wanted to be here, right? right. So what else would you like to say to all of our, our people who are listening right now about anything, spiritual life or about Catholic radio?
1: Well, I, I think with what's going on in the church... I really think it's an exciting time to be Mm -hmm. uh, in the Catholic Church. Yes, there's some bad things that have been going on, but they're being addressed. And I think we're going to come out better because of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I know there's out there, there's a lot of, you know, in my parish, a lot of people that are just really distraught over what has happened within the church. Mm -hmm. But... We can't despair. um it should be a reminder to us that the church is always under attack, both from outside and from within, Yes. and we should be growing stronger in our faith because of it not wanting to walk away from it
0: right I agree absolutely and and you know here's my my take on it. you know I, I agree we're going to come out come out stronger, and again, this is kelly roper's take but but um we're going to come out stronger and i think we're going to have to stand up and be counted and everybody that's on the fence is going to have to decide one way or the other because you can't when we have this kind of stuff going on it really does cause people to have to make a decision you can't live just in the go with the flow kind of thing anymore
1: right we we have to take action we can't be naive about anything that goes on, we have to be vigilant Yes, and uh, never let our guard down again.
0: Yes, absolutely. And, and really ask people to be accounted and write letters and speak out and, and do all of those things. And you know what? I don't know what it's like here, but I guess it's probably similar to the other pledge drives that I do, the other locations that I go to. There is a whole lot of really young powerful, strong, faithful priests that are in the seminary or yes. seminarians and priests that are coming out, those are our future bishops. Yes. Those are our future cardinals and those are our future popes. And you know, I'm old. You're not a young chicken. You're yeah. not old, but you're not a young chicken. But but you know, we may not see it, but our children and our grandchildren will, and how that really gives me a whole lot of hope that we have this this new new wave, these new new priests, and some of the, the older priests are very faithful as well don't get me wrong, but we're talking about problems that happened years ago
1: yeah the the priests that, that I know that have come out of seminary in the past five years they're all young mm-hmm. as uh, almost at the minimum age, you can become a priest. Yes. And they're just on fire. Yes. Um, They are, um, I know, future bishops, uh, cardinals, and hopefully maybe the first American pope. Maybe, you know,
0: you just
1: don't know. They are strong in their faith. They are committed to the priesthood. Um, They are just as scandalized as the laity about what has happened. Yes. And they're going to be the ones that are going to be working and um strengthening the church mm-hmm. in the coming decade.
0: Yes. And so so what what would you suggest to to all of us you guys you're you're kind of um have a double duty. I don't know lack of a better word, it, you know, because you're lay people but you're mm-hmm. also now deacon, so you've lived it both ways. donna of course, you know, the the wife of a deacon so you're seeing mm-hmm. it from from both sides. What is the best way that we can support our priests during this difficult time, or our deacons—you're wearing a collar too. People don't know it's deacon, so you know. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't know if you've encountered anything, but some of the priests that I know say they've been spit on. We had people in a restaurant that that got up and walked out and said they didn't want to be sitting next to molesters. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. they're really, you know, taking the brunt of things that they had nothing, nothing to, to, do to do with. with. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I, I do wear my collar out in public. Um, And it does, I don't know if I, have never gotten anything negative from it, but Mm -hmm. sometimes it does um, initiate conversations Mm -hmm. and then you're able to be able to talk to people that may not have given you the time of day. Um, Mm -hmm. So and it just being a visible sign of the church outside Mm -hmm. of the church building. right? Um, And that's really what a deacon's called to do. We live, yeah, we do live in both worlds. We work Mm -hmm. day jobs and then we're spiritual. Yes. Um, and we're supposed to bring those two sides together. Yes. Um, so we're that bridge between the two. Yes. Um, and deacons are the servants of the church. Yes. But we are there to support our priests. Yes. We serve the archbishop. Um, and it, it's just for me, I it's absolute joy. I get to go to daily mass every day at Saint Peter Chanel and celebrate the Eucharist, and then go to work. Yes. Um If I don't go to mass, then my day at work is probably not going to be good. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it gives me the strength to persevere. Um, You make I have a lot of close friends that they thought they'd try daily mass just once, Mm -hmm. and now they're daily communicants. And um, we have this group that meets every day after mass for breakfast, and we just fellowship, and then we go back our separate ways.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. That is very good. All right, so I'm gonna ask a question and then I'm gonna stop and give out the number and let you think about it and then then uh we'll I'll get your answer for it. So you know you're a deacon, you're in both worlds working your full time job, being a deacon. The deacon's wife, as I understand it, has to give permission you know as as he goes through it. so how has this changed the two of you? How how have your has your lives been been changed through all of this process? Have you come closer together? Have you come closer to the Lord? Whatever it is, uh, just let's let's talk a little bit about maybe how that has changed you. But the number to call if you would like to give us a call is six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine six seven eight six eight eight. Four five four nine. We are still waiting for the name of that business, and we would love to, to get it pretty quick so that we can announce it. But, uh, you know, give us a call. If you're a business and you would like to, to have your business name announced, uh, a 15-second spot, whatever you want to put in that spot, um, for 100 times throughout the year, then it's just $100 a month. That's all it is, $100 a month and you can have your business's name announced on Catholic Radio. We do not do commercials with Catholic Radio. We do underwriting of programs. We do these 15-second spots but we don't do regular commercials. It's all listener-funded and these businesses are listener-funded. So give us a call 678-688-4549. Please give us a call. Okay, I asked the question and i I lost my card that has their names on it. Did you take my card? All right, so we are talking with Deacon Joe and his wife Donna, and they're from Saint Peter Chanel. I knew it was Joe and Donna, but I couldn't <laughs> think of what parish you were from so so uh Deacon Joe and his wife Donna and uh, so I asked him you know the process it's it's a long process, so let's talk a little bit about the process and how it changed you if it did as you as you went through it
2: i um w- one of the nice parts of the process is the wives are allowed to attend the classes they take classes for five years and it's amazing what you learn about the faith going through the process um i think we did grow much closer together after going through the process and we've also it's been amazing that the people the others that have gone through the process with us some of us are such really close friends now we've actually picked up another community for that so it's been wonderful for us um the funny thing it for us is we haven't really changed as much in our ministries because we're still doing a lot of the same things but the hardest part about being a deacon's wife and i take communion to the sick on sunday so i always attend the same mass and he's always scheduled for different masses so a lot of times we're separated at mass that's the hard part we're not together at mass but then you also get your little church communities where they see you there and they sit by you and they know you're by yourself so they sit with you so it's nice
0: that is nice but, yeah. that's very nice and and you know you would be by yourself in the pew anyway because he'd be up in the altar right so yeah. yeah but but it is hard whenever you're going different directions especially on sunday you know especially on sunday you want to you want to be together so that's a huge sacrifice that you're making yeah deacon
1: oh definitely um and as you said before, um, the wives have to give permission for men in formation to become deacons, and they do it three times throughout the process. And it, they have to write a hand le- handwritten letter to the archbishop giving permission. And if at any time the wife decides that they don't want their husband to be a deacon, it, it's there's no question that it's not going to happen, and. So, the wives play an important part in the deacon's ministry
2: well, that's partly because marriage is our first vocation, yes, and this deacon it is a second, so they don't want anything to compromise our first vocation yes. so ah,
0: yeah, yes. so good that is that is so good and and so has it brought the two of you closer together
1: yeah yeah, it definitely um for good and bad, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it was <laughs> formation was tough it's five years of yes. giving up a lot of things in yes. order to do that, um, but the church in general has brought us closer because um, I was not a Catholic, I was not christian
0: mm-hmm. um, so, Ah so let 's hear a little bit about that, but let me give out the number and the the totals we have may, may, met. Met the whole goal of 35000 in matching funds. And so now it's fun to see how far we can go past that and to try and do better today than we did yesterday. So on Tuesday, we had $17,000 called in, approximately, without the match. On Wednesday, $26,000 called in. So we definitely did better Wednesday than on Tuesday. So far today, we're at 17000 called in. So we need about... 9,000 called in, 9,500 called in, so that we do better today than we did yesterday. So come on, let's get the phone lines ringing. Go online at thequestatlanta.com. Call 678-688-4549. 678-688-4549. And make your pledge and, and help us to do better today than we did yesterday. Most importantly, help keep Catholic radio strong in the Atlanta area. We need your help in order to do that, um, and we just really need your participation. So whatever amount that you can give, whether it's a one-time pledge, whether it's a monthly pledge, whether it's a business, I'd love to have a whole lot more business. Um, we did get the, the name, and the, oh, I could use that. Man, I've been squinting at these, these all day long. Tara Fowler Optometric. Corporation. I hope I said that, pronounced that right. Terra Fowler Optometric Corporation. If you need an optometrist, you know, contact them and and find out more information because they supported Catholic Radio. We want to support them, and Terra Fowler Optometric Corporation will get fifteen second spots a hundred times, a hundred times for the pledge that they made. That is huge for just twelve hundred dollars for a business
1: yeah. for a you're business throwing them you're throwing money away if you don't do it
0: yeah exactly and and i guess you know it's probably a write-off too you know it's a, a so business a write-off so, terrible, exactly yeah, so you want to, either way right yeah. you know so so come on give us a call six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine. thank you to tara fowler optometric corporation who who called in and made that possible and if you need that service then please give them a call. I'm sure if you Google it you can find it pretty easily. And we are trying to do better today than we did yesterday. So we just need nine thousand dollars in order to make that happen. We are talking with with um deacon Joe and his wife Donna from st. Peter Chanel and we are grateful that they are here and uh, you know I I think about so many you know talk talk to us a little bit about the formation it's five years worth of formation but the thing that came to my mind when you, we were talking about whether you grew closer I often think of it like a triangle and you know that the husband is on one side of the triangle and the wife is on the other side and god is at the top and as you grow closer to god you grow closer to each other and i i think that anytime you do that but there's also the the difficulties because you know the evil one he doesn't want you to become a deacon he doesn't want you guys to to grow closer in your marriage and it's stressful and you know there's all those difficulties that come with it too
1: yeah it for me it took almost losing everything mm. um and I'm originally from Los Angeles, and we had moved from Los Angeles, basically, mm-hmm. uh, through Texas to here in the mid-90s, and I was laid off for my job. Uh, just everything going wrong, possibly, could go wrong. Yes. Um, we got to Atlanta, and Donna wanted to go back to church, um, so she asked me to go with her, and we found our way to uh, St. Patrick's in Norcross. And as soon as I walked in, I felt I was at home, wow. and I didn't grow up in the church. I was baptized Catholic, but, um, and I received First Communion, but after that, we didn't have any church. Um, God was not in the family. Um, had a rough childhood. I had pretty much left home when I was 13, mm-hmm. um, went in the Air Force yeah. at 17, and actually met Donna in Germany when and she was also in the Air Force. Mm-hmm. So and, she was from Milwaukee, so we never would have met had we not gotten in the Air Force. Um, but I got to uh, Germany in 1981, and uh, I got there first, mm-hmm. so I knew my way around. And one day I saw Donna mm-hmm. um, processing in uh, her new assignment, and I thought, God, I gotta meet her. Wow. <laughs> and I knew because of our career field, what we would have to go through first aid training, and um, I found out when she was going to go. So I went at the same time. I knew the instructor. I said, sit us together. I'll, I'll be your CPR buddy. So <laughs> that's how we met. She, she wanted, and you've
0: been doing CPR ever since. <laughs> yeah, well, she wanted nothing to do with Uh-oh. me. Um,
1: but I, I persisted. Um, I, I think today they would call it stalking, but yeah. um, I wore <laughs> down, and um, we got married. Uh, we didn't get married in the church because I was not interested. Mm-hmm. Um, so that may, And that may be my only regret was um, maybe that keep, kept her away from the church as well. Mm-hmm. But um, I had a conversion experience in um, 94 when we mm-hmm. moved to Atlanta. And um, I was unemployed at the time, so I had a lot of free time. So I did volunteer work at Soup Kitchens and started getting involved with Life Teen. Mm-hmm. And... My life changed, uh, the, the, um, the anger I always felt growing up just dissipated, it just went away. And I was at peace, um, really for the first time. Mm. Um, we got our marriage convalidated, um, started volunteering in church a lot. I actually got um, really involved with Life Teen. And um, 2001, it was at a Christmas Eve mass, uh, this Time we were at St. Monica's in in Duluth and I got this vision that someday I would be a deacon. Hmm. Um I had no idea what a deacon was. Hmm. All I knew is that they were married and they were ordained. And I thought, God, they must be some really holy men to be able to pull that off. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um
1: <laughs> But when I found out, I said, that's not me. I I could never do that. And All I heard was his voice saying, yes, you will serve at my altar. Mm -hmm. And uh, I put it off for five years. Mm -hmm. I just, I found out formation was every other Saturday for five years, and I'm like, God, I give you my Sundays. I'm not giving up my Saturdays. Mm -hmm. Um, But every time I saw a deacon, um, my heart ached. I, I knew I was supposed to be up there, and finally, in two thousand and six, I went to my uh pastor um Father Frank back to me and said, "I can't stand it anymore um let's let's do this um hoping or at that time really knowing full well I would never be accepted mm-hmm. but I got the letter of acceptance and then I'm, there were i think that year there was like sixty six applicants and sixteen wow. of us were selected um But throughout the process, I kept thinking, they're going to realize they made a mistake, and Mm -hmm. that'll be all it. Mm -hmm. I can go about my life again, but never happened. I was called to be ordained, Mm -hmm. um, and there was nothing I can do to stop that. Mm -hmm. Um, Just like if I wasn't called to be ordained, there was nothing I can do to make that happen. Mm -hmm. So I was just open to God's will, and here I am. deacon Mm -hmm. um, almost six years later
0: Mm -hmm. what a beautiful story all right so uh, we have some more volunteers that are coming in in about two minutes so I want to give you the opportunity to really just share I love your your conversion story and uh, I'd love to delve into that more but we have just about two minutes so what would you like to share with our listeners in the two minutes that we have left either one of you (laughs)
2: you? <laughs> um, I just think it's so important to follow God's will. Mm-hmm. Wherever, when, when our pastor, when they came to me and said, you know, Joe's applying to the diaconate, how do you feel about it? And I'm like, if it's God's will, I don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. And it was fine from that point. Mm-hmm. So... Well, you just have to follow what he wants for you. And as Father Frank, or now he's Monsignor Frank, used to say, if you don't follow God's will, you'll never be happy. Mm-hmm. And I think we're much happier than we ever were before. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah good or bad. If if you're following <laughs> God's will and you're at peace about it, mm-hmm. yeah. then yes. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. What? Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, gosh, because we only have about five minutes for the next guest. Oh. We've just been chatting. So <laughs> thank you very much. That was Deacon Joe and his wife Donna, and they go to St. Pat- Peter Chanel. Thank you very much. You were awesome. Thank you, th- And thanks for volunteering. Thanks for donating. Thanks for, for all that you do. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. All right.